Okay, what am yeah. I supposed to be saying again? Okay, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Join us. Wasn't that it? I'm Sadie. Join us as we is the void. Oh, yes. Uh, you are listening. No, 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 no. You're listening to the God, Anomaly maybe, podcast. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe this needs to be it. Like, I love Oh my gosh, bloopers. I love it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. No. Okay. Okay. Serious face. Serious face. Okay. You are listening to the Anomaly podcast. I'm Cody. Fuck. I'm sorry. We're dead kittens. And then I was thinking about killing. You are listening to the Anomaly podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm Sadie. Join us as we jump into the mystical madness that is the void. Well, we made it. We made it we finally. It. Yeah. Yes, totally. Oh my gosh. I'm like uh, constantly running. Oh, so behind. Anyway, it's kind of on a side, on the side of that aside is that like, I'm so thankful to be, to know that I'm a reflector because all of my time anxiety just disappeared. I was just like, oh shit, that's not for me. <laughs> like, done. Yeah. Like it, it, did you like, when you found out you were a reflector, did it just like, um, did your whole life just like make sense? Oh gosh. I think I cried. Yeah, and I've never cried before I was in my mid-30s and now I cry all the time but um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um definitely I actually I had come across my human design like actually a long long time ago and I laughed really hard at it but I didn't understand it because at that time it was just like uh I or the human design academy kind of stuff and it was really hard to find any extra information and all i knew was that i was like oh wow all my friends have a couple not self questions but i have all of them okay yeah. <laughs> you know like that's a lot to take yeah. in yeah <laughs> um so then years later i came across this medium article that was written by a woman who was a mom and talking about being a reflector and her experience of it and kind of like to some degree this sort of like anxious feelings around that idea of inconsistency and that article just like blew my mind so much i was like oh now i need to return to this system that i totally didn't get yeah. and oh it felt so good to just be like all of the all of the time that you have been telling people, like, I don't know why I can't make goals. It just seems like if I just treat my life like I'm a piece of wood in the ocean, that things like go well for me. And people are like, yeah. no, you're going to die that way. And I'm like, uh, this is actually what's working. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's a, it's an excellent metaphor because I've been doing this I mean, I've been starting to do these like little experimentations more consciously, except less attached, if that makes sense. And I'm finding that there are people and circumstances and environments that are just kind of gravitate, like there's a gravitational force there that is like non-resistant, like it's just happening. But there's obviously like to our human brains there's uncomfortable things that are happening as a byproduct but it's like oh this is how it's meant to feel which is exactly what you said like a piece of driftwood in the middle of the ocean which is terrifying yet also (laughs) also 
like deeply, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when you surrender to that, it's like the least terrifying thing. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think, I think so much about surrender and I think it's for that reason, because it's like, actually, now that I live near the ocean and go to it as much as I can, one of the things that always makes me laugh is that when you're looking at the waves from the beach, even though you're like 10 feet away, they seem so much larger than when you are next to them. And you're like, oh, cool. This is a fun thing that I can interact with. So in that way, the analogy actually like works better than it even needs to. um, We're sort of like, in this flow of what is actually happening versus what we're perceiving versus what we expected. And if we can kind of just let go of those extras, then we just get to have the pure experience. And it's like, actually very like that's a dream of mine to be able to simply be a piece of wood in the ocean and not be thinking about like (laughs) is there a rip current am I going north or south you know right right Um, yeah well which you're you're a you're a five too so you have innocence motivation as well right is that like Mm -hmm. the most innocent like that I feel like that you just said is like the most innocence (laughs) (laughs) thing like to just yeah like the only thing I want is to just be floating around out there somewhere (laughs) yes so I mean you're up to something right (laughs) I honestly think I am I really sort of um it's really even and I'm so curious to speak with you about this and speak to other reflectors about this because that was one of my largest curiosities was like is there, I don't think that there's a typical experience. I don't think that any aura is having a typical experience of itself. It's just like, there is no such thing where that's the idea of differentiation kind of removes typicalness from the board in a, in particular ways, not in all ways, but yeah. um, how like, oh, gosh, the train, where did it go? Um <laughs> <laughs> I know this feeling. Yeah. Do you feel like um, you are also innocently motivated, I suppose? Um, Do you find that you had to sort of like disengage from having these sort of like transference sorts of feelings? Or did it more feel like an explanation for a difference that was already there? Like how much conditioning do you think you have to undo in order to actually be like in trust with that motivation in particular? Because it's literally the opposite of the way that, um, that consumerism has defined us, at least in the time that you and I have been alive. Right, right. I, this is such an excellent question because I've recently started diving into study of like the four transformations, radical, is it four transformations or radical transformations, whichever. Yeah. Um. So I've spent my time kind of, uh, you know, in the voice recordings and reading the work, but all of the stuff and something that was so peaceful for me to begin to understand especially in the sense of motivation is that we are that our personality side is literally operating in a binary right we have like the transference and then we have our signature i don't know what it we have innocence and then i have desire right Right, yeah yes i think we all do because it's like yes harmonic yeah (laughs) so that's like there are times in our life where this in order to get things like we are 
human beings experiencing this like very 3D human experience. And like in order to get things done and depending on our circumstances and the situations we've found ourselves in, that transference of desire might be needed for literally survival. And so I guess I maybe I'm not answering the question correctly here, but I I have peace knowing that even if I'm operating from a space of the transferred desire of desire, that innocence is still a part of me and like that I can kind of flow between that binary. And that is that's the whole point of being in my body right now in this lifetime. Like it was just this kind of like remembering of like, oh yeah, like that's okay. Like we I I get to be <laughs> spiritual and like existential, but I also get to like just bump around and really third line the shit out of this whole life. Mm-hmm. And you know, fuck up sometimes. So uh yeah, that's I mean that's kind of what I've made out of all of the you know, the four transformations type stuff so far. Nice. I'm really curious of like what you, what, like, as you continue your learning from that, I'm like sort of, um, I'm always on the borderline of whether or not I'm interested in actually engaging with the system as it presents itself, because I think at a deeper level, I don't think that we can separate the actual, um, experience of living the experience of like which is what life is Um, and but rather um it gives it provides so much context to just be like ah okay um here are these sort of markers where we can sort of get some definition when things look very cloudy in front of us that it's like you may be in you may be in transference in your motivation or in your environment or you know I don't know about environment actually I have not studied this but um or in in disappointment that like the idea isn't just to avoid that or to explode that right it's simply noticed things and I feel that the more I learn about myself the more my process becomes notice things end of sentence end of paragraph end of story just keep noticing and that's the process yeah (laughs) so do you feel like your journey kind of within human design has been I mean it like what I'm picking up is like you're you're literally coming at it as a passenger instead of like we see often oh my god often (laughs) often people just stepping into it and then it's just like a part of their personality right right yeah it's like literally identification with (laughs) the parts of the system and I'm like no identification is literally like the zero here this is where you want to this is conditioning identifying is conditioning (laughs) yes so is that has that been like your experience or like a conscious awareness for you to like experience human design in this way where it's like okay here's this piece of information let's try it on like a genuine experimentation of it yeah I think so come to this idea that like the system is only as useful as you are needing it in order to provide more context to like kind of integrate and then not require the system anymore to support it um yeah 
I sort of came to this because as I got back into looking at my chart and understanding what the gates meant, I have I have five placements in gate 16. And okay. that is like at the most basic level when you just read like the little blurb, it's like, you have to try everything and just yeah. be earnest. You have to be so earnest and you have to try everything. And yeah. probably you're like excited in general. And I was living this very aloof way, trying only things I knew I was already good at and really not having very much fun. And I just, over the course of the last decade, just going into an environment that is actually right for me, um, seeing how easy it is for me to simply try things and then let them go. Like part of my process of learning how to try things, thus engaging my main gate, um, I needed to understand that trying doesn't obligate me to do anything else with that. Like if I try walking into a party that I don't know if I want to go to, the second that I decide that I don't want to be in that environment, I can leave. But I needed to get even that aligned with myself in order to be able to walk through the door knowing I could leave it. So there's a certain amount of like... um, that was sort of like my version of like manifesting from where you are. <laughs> like that's the only right. place that you could really be coming from. But um, without the like context for how to experiment, I felt very lost. And then once I was able to just be like, oh, literally you're meant to just like, you know, like 16 is a lot like three in my experience of it. And I don't have the three, the 16 three is more just like in order to become or rather not even become, but feel like a authority or a master of whatever it is that I'm touching. I need to be an experiment with it. I don't even need to be like in any particular kind of dialogue or be speaking on it or looking right. at it, but something has to just be like, fuck it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I don't know if you relate with this. Well, I mean, I'm sure you do, but like just the paradox that you find underneath all of these things that is just <laughs> life that like, we have this system that's meant to help us differentiate. And then when you actually begin to use it, you see that you don't need it, which is exactly what you're saying. Like that, yeah. Like it, it's helpful <laughs> to have these pieces to understand. Like, oh, I have these five placements of what this, but until you actually can like embody them and use that knowledge to like allow yourself to move in and out of environments and away from people and X, Y, and Z, it's like really fucking useless. <laughs> like, yeah. Like absolutely useless. <laughs> it's so and it's like the process oh, of like making it useful so that it becomes so that it can be useless again <laughs> yes exactly it's the dance it's the dance of life um so I saw on your I went I was like okay what have we been ta- this is literally like what we've been talking about we decided this morning that we were going to finally record this and I'm like okay I got to go back through our messages and see what it is that we've been talking about and this is it this is like what we're Ah. talking about but (laughs) 
what I also noticed is you're quad left. And I'm so curious about this. Like, how is that presented to you? Or do you like, do you experiment with that information much? Or how has it presented itself in your life? Um, you know, I think that it is kind of like being quad left and five two butt reflector <laughs> or oh. whatever, ands and butts. Um, yeah. I have, I find that that energy has really, really made my life easier, I think, yeah. than it would have been if I. And what do you think about that? Say it again. Celestial nectar. Oh, God. Stop it. <laughs> celestial nectar. Oh, my God. I hope this celestial nectar nourished you. And if it didn't. If it didn't, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you as much as we probably can't say fuck you but something along those lines <laughs> fuck you <laughs> if it didn't you can you could do that like what you just we hope the celestial nectar nourished you as much as it did us <laughs> and if it doesn't fuck <laughs> off <laughs> just kidding did we get it i yeah it works <laughs> i think we got it okay, okay.